Hi, I'm Renee Rochelle, the founder and president of One True Match. I'm here to help you find and cultivate the love of your life. For over a decade, I've dedicated my life to the importance, purpose, and dynamic of human relationships. My team and I are disciplined by faith, love, and integrity to help our clients find the quality relationship they've always dreamt of. Each week, I will be sharing the tools and tips I've learned that have rooted my success as a matchmaker with other leaders around the world. Here on another beautiful day in sunny Florida, super excited about my next guest that I'm about to introduce. I am introducing one of my other favorites. Jacob Danner, my world traveler and years of experience as a minister and public speaker and counselor. Welcome, Jacob. Well, thank you, Renee. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. I'm glad to be here today. I am so excited for you to share with all of our audience a little bit more about you and get into some deep topics of conversation that I feel like we are always having over lunch conversation or just any quality time we can find together. Indeed. Well... Um, I have traveled much of the world and I enjoy it. I have traveled uh, both for fun. Uh, most recently I went on a 15,000 mile road trip around the United States visiting national parks, 28 states, uh, just incredible beauty during this pandemic. Instead of being in line at Costco with a mask on, <laughs> you know, uh, nice to be out in the wilderness and breathing the fresh air. but. Anyway. Right, which we're going to put something on our um, list of places you've been to. So anybody that wants some good suggestions to travel That's and explore, be because to... it's always more fun when you're dating someone to say that you have some worldly experience, right? Absolutely. Well, that helps. And, uh, and having a spirit of adventure, I, th I think, as you get older, to maintain a playfulness, you know, Absolutely. A, a, an ability and a desire for adventure and taking risks. I think as we get older, sometimes we just play it safe too much, and it can make a relationship get a little boring. Stale, yeah. You know, um, you know. So, and also the issues of um, uh, predictability mm -hmm. and mystique, yeah. And the loss of mystique over time in relationships, which can kind of make relationships become stale. So, yeah, absolutely. But anyway, so travel is one of those things that I find very exciting and inspiring and just just I'm there just taking in all this incredible beauty and uh, and uh, I have a lot of gratitude for that but I also traveled for years as a public speaker um, I was a priest for 15 years and nine of that I was a cathedral dean and then I moved to Washington DC where I was a bishop for six years and curated and consulted for the Vatican Library uh, but as I traveled around the world to churches of numerous denominations, I saw there was a wide discrepancy of belief even among Christians. Yeah. So, you know, one of the final prayers Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane was, Father, make, make us one as you and I are one. And now, uh, a thousand years later, 1054, east and west split, you got Rome, Constantinople, 500 years later, you have the Protestant Reformation and Luther comes up. And now today, we have over 33,000 different Christian denominations. So how does that answer the prayer of Jesus, Father, make us one, as you and I are one? So 
when you're talking yeah. about One True Match being a kind of a Christian-based uh, business, applying the principles of Christianity, well, there's a lot of things that sort of come up that, well, sure. what part of Christianity are you kind of putting your foot down on, you know? So I, I, I certainly have a question for you. <laughs> as the, I feel like I kind of know what you're going to ask because I get this probably asked all the time, but go for it. Let's I see. see. <laughs> well, you know, so you bill yourself as a, a Christian-based uh, business, basically applying the principles of Christianity. But, you know, when you start thinking about issue, the, the questions of sex, of, of drinking alcohol, uh, of uh, dancing even, I mean, there's a lot of out there. There's people that everything is about abstinence and others is about moderation. And of course, you've got plenty of Christians who even take it to excess. Mm -hmm. So how do you deal with that with your clients? How do you answer those questions? Uh, uh, can you speak to that? Yeah, so I mean, that's a wonderful question. I mean, you know, we have clients all around the world, so it is a question that we're commonly asked. I mean, One True Match is in the business that focuses on making a lifetime match, you know, a romantic connection between two people. We are not in the business of a pastoral oversight or a regulation of Christianity. Christianity has a broad perspective of belief throughout the world. Our business deals with questions and compatibility of, and harmony. For instance, some Christians don't believe in drinking alcohol, others accept it in moderation. Our part is to find those discrepancies and see if they can find a place to meet together in the middle. Our role and responsibilities is not to say this is right and that is wrong. I see. Well, that's, that's well said. Thank you. Uh, and, um, well, I think that, uh, again, uh, you, it's not like you're representing a specific denomination, that you're not Baptist or you're not Catholic, you're not sacramental or uh, evangelical. You, you, you're right in the middle, the whole stream of Christian thought. And your clients certainly represent that diversity Correct. of thought. Yeah. And so it, it, it is certainly a challenge for you to help, help people of different denomination or Christian experience to find that one true match, right? Right, so you know, when a client comes into us, that is part of their search criteria, is we'll ask them questions, you know, that are important to them, their values and whatever their beliefs are. So it's important to us to find somebody that's compatible. In so that. in your questioning, you come up with certain deal breakers that you already right. know in advance, okay. Whether yeah. that's waiting till marriage, whether that's like drinking alcohol or not drinking alcohol, or as you touched on, dancing earlier, whatever it is, right. it's just to find someone that you're going to do life together that still has that same Christian belief, um, you know, in God and Jesus Christ, and that is where we focus on our Christianity. Well. But I would love for you to share with our audience, even in addition to how your background in, in what you have experienced and counseled with other people that you feel are some of the most important values when it comes to relationships as well as even travel because I feel like you're an artist when it comes to all things that God has created that are beautiful. So thank you. Well tell me where that comes from. Um, as a pastor, of course I've taken numerous couples through uh, the marriage prep process. So in some, some form, I was a one true match uh, 
<laughs> Lone Ranger uh, out of my office, you know, helping people who came and said, we want to get married. And what do you do with that? Um, sometimes a pastor, all they do is basically have a 45-minute planning session for what they want in their marriage. Do you need the fellowship hall for the <laughs> after-ceremony meal? You know, do you need an organist? Do you, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Instead of focusing on what is most important, is this a good match? Right. You know, is this match something that can survive the obvious challenges? So one of the, the things, union of all seasons and time, right? Yeah. So most, most, most Christians, uh, when you have the marriage ceremony, you have the vows, mm-hmm. and you're essentially the the role of that pastor, that minister, uh, that priest. What, whatever, um, their role is to make sure that that covenant is properly um, effectuated, executed. Mm-hmm. Okay, that you, you, do, you do talk about the vows and they both commit to it. They understand, you know, what they're getting into. But you can't do that in a 15 or 20 or 30 minute sermon. You know, there has to be a lot of advanced prep. So talking about issues... You were saying, what are those issues? Well, uh, faith is one, of course. Uh, Sex, uh, money, um, you know, the issues of family. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vocation, Uh, who wears the pants? How does that, you know, how does that work? How do you resolve conflict? Are you able to resolve conflict without name calling and insult? Can you have an adult conversation about things without, without, accusing and you know that you can dialogue to find uh, harmony and restore peace in the relationship a lot of times you can't um, so my my things that I would say to couples that came to me is that um, if I can find a way to break you up I will not that I'm trying to but <laughs> right my my role is which I think See similar how much to grit you, you actually have in this investment right yeah of it's like forever uh, love yeah so it's like I'm gonna turn over every stone we're gonna talk about sex you know I'm gonna ask you to do a budget right you know so back to sex it's like okay are, do we have it at all um, if so how many times and you know the important question because we ask a lot of premarital right. questions right. in our questionnaire that we then go through with right. interviewing both sides of the party the reality of it is is I mean you have to have the same desires like the five love languages we use right. that that huge you know um, just in the way you love and give, give and receive love which is things that they have to be compatible <laughs> Absolutely. And people have different desires and different passions when it comes to, let's say, sex. Well, if you're not compatible outside the bedroom, well, don't expect much compatibility inside it, right? Right? (laughs) That's a whole other podcast, you know? Yeah, okay. Four flavor against a breakfast. (laughs) Oh, boy. This is why I love you. You guys are getting a glimpse into our very entertaining conversations that always lead back to for all the right reasons of when you find that special love that God has created such a beauty among, you know, two people to just blossom and grow together. Um, that's where part of that, you know, chemistry that none of us can control. There's no scientists that can prove, but two people, when they have that, it's such an intimate relationship that's just, it's fabulous. But a lot of times they get into trouble because 
they don't know they, they didn't know something about the other person. That's why it's important to vet. It's yeah, important to come up and to ask those difficult questions. Um, you know, sometimes couples get married without even knowing fully whether or not that other their spouse wants children. Right. It never and even you, came up. And it's like, and, even, well, and I strongly believe, and you would probably agree with me yeah. when you've done premarital, is like even people that want to wait until marriage or people that like, it's still important to talk about what is it going to look like when we have sexual relations? Are right. you somebody that wants it regular? You know I mean? Whatever. Like, I mean, those are all things that nobody talks or thinks about. And I think that's the most intimate conversation you can have with your mate to talk about those things because that's, that's when people, unfortunately, fail or have a lingering eye and things right. don't work out. So Unexpressed expectations are the, one of the big killers, you know, so you have to... You have to go into that. You have to talk about that. And money and children, too. Like you said, some yeah. want children, some don't. Why are we not talking about those things? Too many people fall in love with lust and not for forever, you know? Right. So, I mean, it's so important. And I agree when everybody says, isn't chemistry important? Absolutely. That's what's going to get you to the second to third and fifth date, right, is that chemistry. However, we're all going to age. We're right. all going to try to keep up with the Joneses the best to our abilities. But the reality of it is, is we don't have that deeper couch talk conversation I call it of who somebody is and why we are who we are and what makes us you know uh, excited or 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 you know just have expectations of hope in the future intimate conversations are just as important too about those subjects to talk about absolutely well I think uh, you know for me one of the core issues uh, of preparing a couple for uh, their marriage is to go over the vows you know that's really defines for better for worse for richer for poorer in sickness and in health till death do us part i mean those are weighty statements and a lot of times it it's not just poetry that we're up there going blah 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 you know that right. that it is okay for for better for worse in sickness and in health okay what if she goes blind okay what if you lose your job and are unable to work from a disabling accident. Um, what about putting on an extra 30, 40, 50 pounds and that size zero that caught your eye when, <laughs> you know, at the beginning, it's just not there. And is, is it something that's grounds for divorce? You have, to, you have to know what's coming, what's expected of you. But life will throw its curves, no matter how much you vet. Right. But still, that you have basic philosophy that you both hold in common about how you're going to face those unexpected things, you know. But you got to start at the beginning, having these honest dialogues, these these great uh, interactions of things that a lot of times when we're looking to date, we tiptoe around landmines. We just kind of have a sense: don't go there, because you know. I think she might walk away. It might be a deal killer. And she is just so hot that I gotta have her. And so, you know, we just we just put our best, best foot forward, but we're not being our true self. Right. We're not really being honest and authentic. And I think that part of the vetting process is to draw people into a place of authenticity where that relationship is is, is real and true and honest and that's the basis of one true match, right? Yeah, absolutely. And all very good points. Like, I appreciate everything you just said. And, you know, it kind of brings it even to the next thought that's in my mind of, you know, I don't, I don't know very many people, unless 
super for shallow reasons or some ridiculousness of people that have not walked down the aisle thinking that on that day, on that moment, that was their true love. But the reality that I always say is that your number one true match is that so many of us didn't do prior to myself in my own journey, didn't ask all these premarital questions, didn't ask all these topics. And I know that there's a lot of people in our audience that, you know, I went through it too, the shame of the vows and the difficulty of thinking this is a forever this is the biggest decision of my life, bigger than a child. I mean, a child will eventually grow up, but the mate who you choose with for the rest of your life, it should be through fire and ice for the rest of your life. Absolutely. You will, you know, I, I'll never forget a pastor, such an amazing mentor to me. He's up in uh, Greensboro, North Carolina now, but um, he always said, and that was the day that I finally had the, the understanding of someone I was engaged to when I was doing premarital, and he said, Renee, if everything was to go up in flames tomorrow and you were left there standing by the fire hydrant and you reached out to someone's hand, would you grab this man's hand that you're about to walk down the aisle to? And I remember thinking, I don't know. <laughs> Just because we didn't have a strong enough foundation of right. getting through things. We had fun. We enjoyed time together. We had a blast. It was like, you know, but... I, I don't know, like, would we be okay with camping out, you know, in a in a tent? Right. <laughs> with nothing, and that sounds really vain and everything else, but it was also, I don't even know what we would talk about if we had nothing. And so I tell everybody, our job, my job, is to find you somebody that conversations even when you have nothing, and you there's not, but just are just so powerful because the right. two of you are each other's best friends, and there's always topics of conversations. But it all goes back to how much conversation have you invested in deeper from the very beginning opposed to later. So, you know, I a lot of clients we send out and they're like, you know, everybody's been on a ton of dates. Everybody's been on, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, fortunately, some workout dating apps and things like that. But everybody always asks the basic interview questions. We always tell our clients, we've already asked all those questions. You should feel like you're on date five or seven by the time you're meeting one of our clients, right? right. So I say, ask them. We've already asked the political questions. We know you're aligned there. We've already asked the Christian questions. We've already asked if you, you know, drinking or not, and all these other. We've already asked all these questions. So I always say, start off with just asking. So what's your testimony? You both know that you like have that belief and faith and everything else, and because I think that that really empowers something inside of you that brings out the beauty of your passion of what makes you you. And if somebody doesn't appreciate that side of you and you don't come alive when you speak about it, so then, then you know, right there, that's not the right match for you. So one of my exit interview questions that I feel like everybody always struggles with is I always say, okay, thank you for all your answers. Now, tell me what you feel your purpose and your passion is in life. And it's like usually flat. Crickets. <laughs> Crickets, right? <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like obviously in our belief, God has designed us with the most amazing skill set and tools that we're either all yet to still discover or that we've all already discovered that we need to be passionate about when we're meeting someone because who the right person is will just ignite They'll connect to it yeah. by that, you know, that passion, that, that fire that's inside of you. Well, if you want to travel all over the world doing missions work and all that and um, <clears throat> living in primitive settings, 
your uh, high maintenance city girl might decide, you know, can I bring seven cases of luggage with all my curling irons, blow dryers, and all of my Clinique <laughs> products? And you know, it's right. like so you, you also if I had to find somebody that's equally compatible and travel and other absolutely. things like that. You know, it is. I mean, if you have to come with your glam squad, which that's fine, but you need to find somebody else that appreciates the glam squad with you, right? That's or right. is in support of that. You know, so I mean, that brings up another good point. Talking about travel is just as important because how someone travels and how somebody camps and somebody glamps, however you want to call it. Oh, absolutely. That's a massive, you know, that's a massive difference. So they always say like, you know, on a certain, like take a trip with somebody to really know <laughs> right. how well you're going to do for a while. Or whitewater rafting. We'll it's, go, like, right? it's like things, you know. Or now I've picked up golf. Now the latest thing is, is that it like is. Like, are they going to be angry and throw their club if they have a bad, like, you know, <laughs> game? Or how do they react to things like that? So, Well, it's, it, those are incredible things to be observing of going to a restaurant. How does your potential partner treat waitstaff and other yes. service staff? So important. Um, how do they treat their mother or their sister or aunts? Uh, elderly women, how you women know, in general, it's a it's preview, a yeah. uh, certainly a preview of coming attractions, you know. And I think that there's a lot to see if we're willing to open our eyes and risk walking away from the relationship that we really kind of had our hearts set. Like, do I have to start all over again, or do I settle with it? And I think that again, I, that we should have as much information as possible to make a successful match. I absolutely you know, Without agree. waiting 10, 15, 20 years. Right. You know, it's like, come on now. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Well, Jacob, this has been such an honor to have you with us today on this conversation. I can't wait to have you back for many more topics and conversations. Thank you. I look forward to it. And all the notes will be in this podcast. I hope that you tune in for more. Ask any questions that you have so that we can make sure we, we answer those questions next time Jacob is with us. And I hope this leads to a lot more topics of conversations we can discuss with everybody out there wondering. So Thank you, Renee. I wish you the best in your endeavors here in Thank Winter you. Match. Thank you. And I always say I'm still trying to find the right match for Jacob. Thank so we'll you. have to have another, <laughs> another conversation about that. So I'm going to love and leave you. And God bless XOXO. It's been another great talk on this episode of One True Talks by Renee Rochelle. I look forward to our next chat. Please write in your questions and comments so I can be sure to talk about whatever it is you want to discuss in our next upcoming episode. Lots of love. God bless. XOXO.